1: Hi, I'm Bowen Yang, and welcome to Search Party, the podcast brought to you by iHeartRadio and HBO Max. Think of this as an audio companion to the dark comedy series that you can't help but binge watch. The theme of today's podcast is identity, how we see ourselves, how we see others, and how that all might change. To help explore this psychological and existential quandary, I have two very special guests joining me today. Alia Shawcat, who of course plays the one and only Dory Seif on Search Party, as well as actress, comedian, and writer Mitra Juhari, who you may also know from her role as Porsche's Christian friend, Lainey. We've got a lot to get to, so let's get started. Okay, we're gonna do it. Um I'm hold just on. Us. It's just us. <laughs> Uh, this is going to be fun, effusive, perfect. <laughs> We're going to talk about the theme of this episode, which is identity. Let's just quickly do a little icebreaker around how do we identify today? Just today. Mm, Identity's fluid and um, never fixed. So let's just talk about how we identify today.
2: Um, well, how do I identify today? Um I always wonder if I should share too much information in these kind of yes. things. And I feel like it's better to lean in, right? Yeah. Um, I was constipated the last couple of days. Had a Me huge too. release right before. Wow. Yes. So yes. I kind of right. feel like I'm on a whole new tip right now. I'm just That's like... That's huge. I feel like circulation's back. I identify as light. Good. And <laughs> uh, positive. <gasps> yeah. Very I love good. that. Thank
1: Very <laughs> good. Mitra, what about you?
0: Um. I, I got really stressed out about the microphone, so I'm still coming down from that. And sure, sure. um, I have a deadline. I'd say overall I identify as, like, very stressed this
1: week. Dang. Mm. I, but, well, then I, well, I thank you for joining us, even though you're sort of under this, like, work duress.
0: I mean, I'm stressed yeah. because I haven't done any of the work that I was supposed to do all week, and it doesn't have anything to do
2: with this. So I'm like, <laughs> is anybody making you feel like like right now, I'm like, eh, deadline, schmidline.
1: Right.
2: <laughs> a little who's
1: who's like who's who's applying pressure on you with like dates and stuff i mean my my
0: boss (laughs) (laughs) My i i'm
1: saying can i say something mitra and please don't get offended i feel like it surprises me that you felt a little stressed out with the equipment because i feel like (laughs) you're you should identify as a podcaster and so therefore (laughs) but i
0: don't every single time I do a podcast. There is like a catastrophic thing that I do at the beginning that <laughs> gets it Throws off it on a all. horrible start.
1: Wow, you would never know. I know. You would never know from listening. But that's well, wonderful. I don't wear my
0: trauma on my sleeve. I just reveal it at the beginning there of someone go. else's podcast,
1: and that's good. And that's good. You're 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 a pro at compartmentalizing, as we say. <laughs> that's perfect. What um, about you, okay.
0: Bo? Yeah, I what identify,
1: how do you identify? I identify as um. As jewelry today, mm. as, a, as a jewelry wearer. I've got my rings on. I've got this <laughs> this on. I feel very I like, it. Um, like that guy from Normal People. I identify as um, communed with nature. I took a walk today. Um,
0: communed with nature. Communed.
1: <laughs> I, I, I identify as words. communed. Um, communed okay. and jewelry. <laughs> and jewelry. That's my identity. Strong. Today. Strong. Yes. Okay. Let's start off this conversation, oh, this yeah. discussion, by talking about... Dory Seif um do we think Dory identifies as a good person um I feel like it's constantly in flux throughout the show but um I would say she starts out kind of uh you know guileless and uh compliant but uh of
0: course,
1: wow, are you beat. gonna gonna just
2: take that like <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I am <laughs> just, just innocent. I am the opposite <laughs> of communed with Dory. I detached from her. Uh, I'm in a very different place than she is. Wow. Um, no, yes, I mean Dory is someone who, I mean, if you will, the whole show is uh, the whole like crux of the show is her searching for her identity, um, mm. and her desperately wanting to find something that uh, makes sense, I think. So the first season it felt like was very much her being like, oh this is me. I'm someone who helps people, I'm a spy I'm a, you know I'm somebody who's like I can be really um, like have a purpose um, mm-hmm. and obviously it didn't really work out. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think that towards the third season, I don't I don't think she looks at things as good or bad anymore mm-hmm. um she looks at things as like necessary to maintain like the way that i would always talk about it with sarah violet and charles the creators of search party um oh, yes. yeah <laughs> was like mm. this <laughs> idea that they that that she's um she's willing to do whatever it takes in order to not actually face herself so w- so she's like refusing wow. self-acceptance and realizing her true identity whatever that might be and just, like, you know, committed so full-on to being like, I can't even look. You know, someone's like, wow. look in the mirror. And she's like, I refuse. I'd rather die before I face myself, you know? Um, so, yeah, I feel like her identity is just, like, um, kind of, like, alive. But she's she's forcing herself to to believe it.
1: 100%. Um, that makes sense. Mitra, anything to add?
0: I w- was just going to say the same thing, but um, my answer's been <laughs> stolen. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I guess... <laughs> I
2: told you, I wrote you the email and said but I was gonna
1: say. It. Yeah. Allie fed you everything beforehand.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so I guess um the same and yeah, I'm I'm also on a first name basis with uh Sarah, Violet, and Charles. So
1: <laughs> Perfect Wait, oh, but wait, I do want to talk about mirror mirrors though, because yeah, mm. I mean there there is this sort of motif motif throughout the show and especially in season yep. three where Dory keeps looking into the mirror, she sees you know, either Keith or April. Um and usually, it's in it's it's in the mirror. Yeah. Um. I don't know if it's all the time, but um. I feel like that's sort of the noticeable sort of trend as a viewer that you the pattern that you pick up on. Um. But I, I want to talk about that. I also want to talk about on a technical sort of actorly level. Mm-hmm. Um. How we all feel about mirror acting. I don't think I've ever done mirror acting. Well, I feel feel know... like Ali is the most experienced out of out of the three of us. Perhaps.
2: <laughs> it's a you know it's all a fallacy like all acting but you're not actually looking at yourself because so you don't so the camera so you don't see the camera it's like you're not actually you don't actually see yourself so you just kind of have to like keep going until the camera guy's like keep going keep going and you're clear so it looks like you're looking at yourself directly in the mirror but you're usually not otherwise you'd see the reflection it's trippy and you have to pretend like you're especially when you're like putting on lipstick or something (laughs) and you're like and i'm doing it and but um (laughs) That happened. We did it a lot in the show um, because Jonathan Vermansky, who's the DP, who's like so such a huge part of the style of the show and everything. um, I mean, that was always written, but we always like try to get in as many weird little mirror things as possible. But like Mm in the the first season, I'm looking in the mirror after I discovered the truth. Second season, it's cracked. The mirror's cracked at the very Uh end. And then the third season, um, you know, spoiler alert or not, that's when I like see them too. And then I get taken.
1: Well, let's talk about this this story journey, especially by season three. She just becomes more self-assured. She becomes more... um, I mean, she acts on her convictions the entire show, but it seems like she has this sort of confidence that she draws from attention, let's say, or from people um, digging into her identity as, as, let's say, a victim, or as this millennial... uh, representative or as all these things that other people graft onto her what do you guys think is the source of that confidence over time over the course of the series
2: i mean i think she's she's finding um as i said before she doesn't really have one that she's feels solid about so much so that she started this whole search party um and so then by the third season yeah this like attention and kind of I think it kind of all started for attention in a way without her being aware of it. Right. It was like, I want to, um, to be somebody. I want Mm -hmm. somebody to need me. I want someone to go, thank you for saving me. Thank you for, Mm -hmm. for caring about me. You're so selfless. You're so amazing, you know? And as that kind of started to settle in like the second season, we always talked about as her being terrified of, facing her truth you know being like you know so it's like a lot of anxiety of like sitting with the reality of what she did and then by the third season it's just like full denial but she Mm -hmm. has to like completely accept that that denial and yeah of course like the 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 last season too we always talked about the theme being like attention you know it's like celebrity and it's like everybody wants to be around them and the whole group is just you know like amped up in media attention like so Mm -hmm. much and it it kind of you know it brings it can bring out like the worst in people all these like labels being put on her i think it gives her some sense of like her ego is just like blowing up mm. without her having caught up to her actual self so i think that's a really dangerous combo um with fame in general is that fame and all that is all a projection anyways and it's all just like right. ego based so if you don't have a sense of like reality like a little bit of ego is healthy you know just like enough to to get you through but if Mm. it it gets conflated and like way too big you start believing that person you know that everybody thinks you are i think more than like you know your sense of self for people who actually know you and i think that's what happens in the third season drew looks at her and is like who the hell are you you know like what have Mm. you become and she's just like this is who i've always been like this is me you know and it's because she has to attach to this like false identity otherwise she'll drowned. You know, she'll be like, "Oh my god, I killed people." Like, it, she can't sure. even like open well, that it's like closet. like if
0: I think that's like the coolest part of that or one of the cooler things about that character to me is like what happens if you don't have a sense of self or a center. Like if there's right. no center, there's nothing to hold on to and it's very you can't you can't lose something you never had. So Yeah,
2: totally. Right.
1: Um, and it just feels like it gets sort of diminished over time so that uh, uh, the, the, the actual internal self that's at odds with the known self of Dory gets sort of lost as she engages more and more in that known external self. But I'm actually so glad you brought the scene up, Alia, because we have it ready to go. So let's watch and then we'll discuss.
2: This is me, Drew. This is who I've always
1: been. Wow! Um, what is, that is some acting? <laughs> really good, Alia. Thank I gotta you. say. I appreciate that. So good. John
2: Reynolds. So beautiful.
1: John Reynolds. We love him. John Paul. <laughs> Jean Jean Paul. Paul. Jean-Paul. Jean-Paul. <laughs> Reynolds. Uh, I think what's so remarkable about that scene is that Dor- is that like Dory is just delivering that with this like calmness and this like serenity even and she's and she's even like there's like a tilt to the head where she's like it's who I've always been it's like it's kind of like you're telling a kid that like right. um that you know
2: Santa Claus is a real or something
1: right yeah. exactly and it's like whoa 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 like what a weird dissociative thing dissonant thing where it's like that's it's something that's so untrue and that everybody in that room knows is untrue and yet mm-hmm. Dory is so like steeped in her own conviction with like rea- or her own reality that it's like oh shit like she believes this to be real you don't even know that she experienced the, the opposite thing does that make right. sense
2: yeah totally I mean it's like not the best example but I used to think of it cause like I I smoke cigarettes sadly and I've been trying to quit on and off for a while mm. and I for a while was like I'm not a smoker <laughs> I'm not a mm. smoker no I'm not a smoker and then I just like would smoke and my friends were like yeah you're a smoker Uh, i was like oh my god i I don't i refuse to identify as one because it's self-destructive and i'm like it's a bad habit and it's kind of gross so i'm like i can't believe and i used to think of that in this case i was like because sometimes it would be hard i was like she's just lying straight Mm -hmm, out mm -hmm. and how do i make it somehow believable that she's accepted this truth but it is kind of you know in a lot more extreme version than the cigarette thing but like that none of the past one could exist. Like the first Dory, of the first season had some essence of her kindness yeah. and like openness and stuff, but she found that weak now. So she's like, mm-hmm. well, I have to kill that version of myself and that one doesn't even exist anymore. I never did. Like I'm the only yeah. one here, you know, I slipped in. You see, I slipped into Dory Wow, that's great. <laughs> that was
1: really I, I I felt that. You felt it. it was there really- was a chill.
2: There was a chill. There was in a the chill. Room. I felt...
1: The, my windows aren't open, but I felt a, I felt a, a draft. Hot. A um, yeah, you're right. This new Dory is... Season three Dory is more powerful, sort of more mm-hmm. in her autonomy even than right. season one Dory. And it's like, why wouldn't she be attracted to that? Why wouldn't she want to sustain that and keep it going and live the lie? And yeah, like... And, and there's a reason why in every... Sort of twelve step thing. It's like the first thing is always, um, th- th- is always the admission of of something, and then it's always mm-hmm. because because without that, then you can never actually confront what's going on. And the fact that Dory is not even is not even there yet um, just means that she is yeah. so deeply deeply disconnected from. What's going on, and what the reality is.
0: Totally well, and like the of such a testament and reflection to the way that we can write our own narratives about ourselves, where it's like I'm the hero mm-hmm. of every story that I tell about myself. Yeah, so, totally. and that can't be true. But
1: <laughs> have we all had like these like solipsistic moments, and where it's like the idea of like my reality is the only one that's real and valid, and everything else is like a, a figment of my imagination or some someone else's like you know simulation. It's like I I, I, like to I used degree, to think that as a teen. Huh?
2: Yeah. I think to a degree that we've all I had used to that, think that
1: sure. all the time as a kid. And I think yeah. that's just like a narcissism thing. I'm just like, oh I'm Yeah. I'm the only one experiencing what's going on. It's like Truman Show kind of thing where I'd be like yeah.
2: Well is this all just for me? Like obviously I'm the ultimate being who's just looking at everything with the open mind, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm, no judgment. Mm-hmm. And then like I remember thinking because, like, I have this like weird urge with like really good friends of mine to be like tell like talk shit about me to me like tell me what you think is oh like my wrong God, with yeah. me you know yes. and they're like oh, no nothing you're perfect I'm like I know there's shit you talk about because I talk about you you know it's wow. like we all have our own shit with each other but I'm like I desperate because sometimes I'm like I just think I make all the right choices I'm like I don't know what, <laughs> what to say I feel like I'm a good friend I'm like a good daughter like but then you're yeah. like no it's impossible It's obviously very impossible.
0: I don't really think of I I think I'm th- in someone else's story. <laughs> like I think cuz every time wow. I try to think about me or like like that's some I th- if anything, I think about it being someone very far away who has all of us in their story. But I definitely mm-hmm. don't think uh-huh. of like I think it's because if I think about like the amount of stories or like universes there could be, I get really nauseous. Oh, yeah. So I don't entertain it at all. And I never mm. think about myself as having like an, an like interesting new thing. That's kind of healthy in a
2: weird way though. And like
1: a, I think so.
0: Right? It's like And I don't yeah. want to know what people think about me or say about me. I'm like, Yeah, don't don't tell me um don't tell me what you think think about me. Don't tell me who you've dated. Don't tell <laughs> me. My- <laughs> don't tell me don't your tell your who you've name. dated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I you've was dated. just thinking about that. <laughs> because I'm like, well, I just don't want to think about like my, like anything that isn't right here. <laughs> like, yes. of too healthy. extreme, but. I think that's great. That's
1: so. very, that's, <laughs> that is good. That is healthy. Yeah. It's, it's, um it's mindfulness. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. like, it's it's grounding yourself in whatever's yeah. whatever, and that our is, narrative
2: is. isn't real. Like as you said, we do tell ourselves a story. Like you wake up and you're like, I'm Alia, I'm doing this, and blah blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. And it's like we tell it to ourselves to create a personality to be like, that's who I am, you know. But yeah. at
0: the same time, I do think like everything that I do is right. So.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but it is, you know, we, me and Bowen have been looking over your last life choices and pretty smart, like <laughs>
1: yeah, I think so, but you're right though. Like, I think, I think, I think it is, is, the, it is this, um, again, this flux thing. Like today, I identify as jewelry, jewelry and communing. Mm-hmm. Like that is who I am today. Um, but then I am able to control my narrative to to such an extent that I'm able to be like, yeah, like I, uh, what I do, what everything I do is right. But Mitra, mm-hmm. okay. Speaking of someone else's story, let's talk <laughs> yes, about yes, for God's Lainey. <laughs> I want to talk about Lainey because Lainey and Peter are um, such good characters. They're yes. just adorable. <laughs> well, they're a couple. First of all, we should say they're they're dating, as we find out. So, um, Mitra, tell everybody uh, a little bit about Lainey.
0: Um. Well, very Christian, very sweet, and um. Yeah, has a gay boyfriend <laughs> and is <laughs> a musician. It's so like I truly. Joel and I were talking about it when we got cast because we're both from very like like Christian areas yeah. and like
2: away. Oh, no way. That's yeah,
0: and like I'm like from very like like Farmy, Ohio, and I, like <laughs> I've just yeah, I've just had that experience (laughs) I'm I was never I was never Christian but everybody around I did like a Christian community theater and so the the the, everyone assumed that everyone else was Christian so I've had like my like Mormon
2: boyfriends and stuff (laughs) was it based on inspired off of a character you knew and I mean I
0: think like I I truly think that if like two things went differently in Joel and my lives we Mm. would be those characters (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Two small things.
1: <laughs> Two small things. Butterfly effecting out to you guys being in this church group in New York City. One hundred
0: percent. It's like <laughs> yeah. I think we still would have ended up in the performing arts world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no matter what, we were going to be artists. <laughs> <laughs> Jk. Um.
1: After this quick break, we'll continue our exploration of today's theme, identity, with Alia Shakat and Misha Juhari I feel like, I feel like you're right, though. Like, there's, there's, there was something to that, um, do you, I mean, like, like, there was something to growing up in, in the time that we grew up, uh, where I was going to a school where it was assumed that, like, you were Christian or that you were open to coming to youth group. Like, the social thing was youth group. And it was like, oh, like, I, yeah, like, we hang out at youth group and you should come. And it's like, oh, that's, what a casual, like.
0: And it was like cool. Young life was a yeah, totally. the thing at our school. And it like all it these was all life, yeah. a lot of the cool hot kids did Young Life. And I was like, I should I should be Christian. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> I should figure mm-hmm. out oh a way God. to be Christian <laughs> so I can go to Young Life and get laid. How do you think
2: they related to God? I know that's such a bloated question, but they were like, Yeah, God and Jesus and all of it. it's all real. The Bible, the Bible's real. Like or were they just looking at it as like more of a social thing too? Or did they were they really into it?
0: Everybody was, I, I mean, to my knowledge, uh, really Christian, really, b- like, believers. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Good man. Um, It feels like Lainey, uh, in the way that she's able to welcome Portia into this group, she seems to operate from this place of, like, oh, yeah, like, anyone can come in and anyone is welcome to, like, sell, like, these baked goods on... On the street or to come like sing and I, I, or like,
0: I, but I think it's also like like a sinister kind of and and like I say this like being a huge dork like that kind of dork where it's like someone really cool is interested in me I like yeah. I'll make space like of course there's space for you you're sure. beautiful <laughs> 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 and like I totally um like I, I definitely identify with that and I'm like you know if, if you're cool and you want to be around me I it's like like in high school totally like I, I think that kind of person for me like really was like a part of my high school experience and I'm sure that was totally my energy during Mm -hmm. high school um of
2: just like (laughs) someone sees me (laughs) yeah I thought it's really sweet how you guys also like get really defensive of her when those like the journalist comes and like tries to interview Portia and be kind of mean to her and you guys are like back off and you're like so (laughs) defensive and like so protective of her as a friend like that reminded me of like kind of nerdy friends too where i was like oh they're such they're such nerds but they're like they care about me or like oh yeah you know they step up for me more than my my like cooler friends would because they just don't care oh Mm -hmm. yeah Mm
0: -hmm. being Mm -hmm. like like the way that i would be there for like my hot girlfriends in (laughs) high school (laughs) in ways that they would not have been there for me
2: (laughs) I always called them like mean, mean best friend. I totally had like a mean best mean friend best growing friend. up. I was like, she's my best friend. She treats me like shit, but she's my best friend.
0: Yeah, she hates Dang. me, but I love her. <laughs>
2: but
1: she's a pool.
0: Like,
2: I I,
1: want a hot friend who would take a bullet for who, who is protective of me. Of That's course. like.
0: Of course, but we can't the, all have that.
1: I know. I don't, I don't think that person mean, exists. They're nice. <laughs>
0: they're Look, they'll either take a bullet for you or they're hot. <laughs>
1: mutually exclusive. You can't
0: have both. No, <laughs> or they have, a pool. <laughs> or they have it's, a pool. It's two of the three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you picked a scene out that features Lainey and yes. Peter and Portia. Um, I did. Let's just set this up. Um, this is uh, a birthday party for a, Mitra, it's for a hamster, I believe.
0: Yeah, or a rat? <laughs>
1: it's a hamster. It's a hamster named Ruth. This is so
0: exciting. Are you guys ready? It's a surprise party for Ruth, and it's an important birthday, and I don't want to ruin the surprise. Okay, let's go, let's go, go.
1: Happy birthday to you.
2: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Ruth. Happy birthday to you.
1: What?
0: Are you kidding me with that voice? You are amazing. You have a gift.
1: This, this is why God brought her into our lives.
2: You're so sweet. No,
1: Lainey, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yes. <laughs> what? Okay, great. Okay, okay. <laughs> cut straight to you, Dora and John's talking. Wow.
2: <laughs> what a show. What a show. Um, so funny that she's singing Happy Birthday, and they're like. There is nothing funnier to me than someone singing happy birthday for real. For real. It's so good.
0: It was like the last thing we had to do and I ruined it like eight times in a row because
2: I like could not. Uh, Kirishi's going so so
0: hard.
1: I wouldn't be able to keep it together. Yeah, Yeah, just the smug look after she's like, (laughs)
2: pretty good. That's all
0: right.
1: (laughs) Wow. There's um, a...
0: I've been watching um, Real Housewives of uh, Potomac, and there's a housewife, um, Candace Potomac, who is really good. Candace, who as a special gift to another housewife sings her happy birthday for real. It's just like... On this season? No, I think it was maybe four. Oh, okay, but that's like her big gift to the other housewife, and she's like, "I got a special treat for you." And then she pulls out a microphone at a hotel on vacation and starts no! singing it like, "Happy!" No. And but it really reminded
2: me, oh, God. acapella too. I guess so. There's no beat. I think for think so. How you're with it.
1: <laughs> nice. Someone should someone should make a beat for Happy Birthday yeah, that everybody it uses. Come on, Owen. Um, I, I can do it. i'm I'm the person. Um. <laughs> I feel like in that clip, you can. There's this like coked out energy. Yeah, there, there's this like, sure. dr- there. Yeah, right. There's like a drug. Like, what do you like? What is she like so amped up about? You think like? But like, I think what,
0: that's the energy you have when you've like never had coffee in your life before. Yeah, like you can right? just kind of always be that way. Like she's never had coffee. She's never had alcohol. She's or never like listened. real
2: disappointments either. You know, she's yeah. just like life is yeah. full. We got to sleep at eight. And we all of my, gr- wow, all of my grandparents yeah. are still alive. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. No pain, no truth.
1: She identifies as her grandparents still being alive. Yes. All all 5 of them. Five. Oh. <laughs> She's super close to all of them. Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. Um. T- uh. Okay. And and I guess talk more about why you picked this clip. If there's if, if you if you have more more to say about it,
0: I just thought Meredith is so funny in it. Mm. It really and Joel too. Like also Harold, the guy who's Harold. silent, is oh, yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Like every time they cut to him, he's just got some like very serene smile. Where it's like I ended up wanting to know everything about him and uh, nothing else. <laughs> <Every> <laughs> Do I watch that? Um, yeah, and and Meredith singing.
1: Okay, so which of the characters on the show knows themselves the best? I know this is like a very broad sort of scoped out question, but i I can start out. I can I can start out by saying that I think um I think Drew is probably the person who is the most solidly like anchored in something. Like he's able to sort of uh. Have this catalog of like his past and who he is to be like, oh shit, I made a video. There's a video of me killing the swan. I have to go back to Chicago and like right. destroy this tape. Like he, like, he knows enough about himself and the things that have led him to be this person that he is now. Um, but, then I think but I that... feel like
0: there's also like an element of like control with that, where it's like he might access it, but there's still that same level of shame of like letting people know. Like there, there's a discomfort with like letting people access it. So I think yeah. that would suggest to me that he's also not totally anchored, or I don't know if I. I guess it's like a bigger discussion of like does being anchored have anything to do with like what you let other people see about you too.
1: Or oh you... sure, yeah, and it, it it that fully has to do with the the identity that the identity that other people project onto you, um, which then you kind of accept sometimes. Uh, I feel like, um,
0: Shalita Grant's character really knows who <laughs> she, she is. is.
1: Yes. Cassie yeah. knows.
2: <laughs> she has like a good relationship with her mom too. Like come, some of the scenes got cut, I think, but like she always references her mom on the show. And then there's like one where we're like at her parents' house, like where she lives, I guess. And, um, we're with like Louis anderson and john and we're getting ready and i'm like show us your first you know des you know whatever like first time in court and uh-huh. she's like i feel on the spot or whatever and then like, there was this like, <laughs> actress great actress who plays her mom who comes down it's like is everything okay you guys have a good time uh-huh. she's like mom I'm and it's like really <laughs> cute like you could tell she's like a nice like a real nice dynamic with her mother actually um she would probably be a good one i would say like i was gonna say julian maybe but he's oh, also yeah. kind of like full of himself but I think he has like a sense of himself enough to like get out of these weird situations and just be like, all right, I'm totally. done with all this, you know? And then he's all also totally. in like Portugal, like chilling. Um, yeah. He's not in this season that much sadly, but he, he definitely always seemed to be the one who had like the most sense of like reality all the time. Sure. Even if he was a little like cocky about it.
1: Totally. Or to know his options in terms of like, yeah, like yeah, he... exactly. Yeah disengaged and like uh you know when um jay smith cameron's character the um person running for office the politician sort of like tracks him down again he's just like okay this like you know he's able to sort of get out of these very um dangerous situations um i want to talk about this (laughs) this concept of (laughs) of like identity being shaped by other people (laughs) that this thing of like that we, we we've sort of touched on already um if Dory and Laney had different friends, would they have vastly different circumstances, interests, or even identities? Um, like, I, I feel like Dory and Laney are probably these characters who uh, have been sort of buttressed by their support systems and like affected by the by other people's impulses and like behaviors, whether it's like lying or like covering something up, or if it's like being high on God. Like, I think like, I think you're, you're so informed by like your, your environments. And I feel like as these two actors who, who portray these characters, do you think that their circumstances would be different?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I think the whole, the little gang of, of four of search party. um, We always talk about like that. They just should not be friends and they just mm-hmm. like stuck together. Cause they were friends in college and never were able to grow into themselves enough to be like I care about you but like I'm gonna you know phase you out healthily. you know uh, as yeah. like not all of us do some of us still have friends from when we were that age that are seem actually like better, like you know honest and connected to who we are now but I think there's definitely friends you know like the mean best friends we were talking about like there's definitely friends at one <laughs> point in time you have to be like just because we shared all these memories does not mean we're good friends anymore and I feel like sometimes yeah. it's a good example when you start to hang out with people and all you do is talk about the past. You know, you're just like, <laughs> remember that That's one time tough. we used to be comfortable around each other? That was great. Uh, I wish we could do that right now. And it's like, you just can't have it. And it's like really hard. Whoa. I think, you know, people in their like late 20s, early 30s, it's like after college, but you're like kind of finding a new identity that you're not trying to like, identity. Uh, you're not trying mm. to like prove <laughs> yourself so much anymore. And you're like, huh. Um, yeah, it's like the fear that without that person there, you can't be yourself. Like they represent yourself, but that was an old version of you. So I think for sure. It's also
0: like feeling like you have to maintain the version of yourself that you had when you were friends with that person. Exactly. That Mm -hmm. regression. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it, it, I definitely like, I, I, I think that's been such the, like the, the journey of the past few years for me is like, who are those? Cause I have, a, I have like a, a, a lot of friends from my hometown still and from high school and college and just figuring out like which of those friends I am like the self that I no longer identify mm-hmm. as, or like, mm-hmm. like am I able to talk about the stuff that I would want to talk about with a friend that I made in the last three years or something like that. And it's, it, and it's sad, but it's, it's like, yeah, not, it, it's it's sadder, I think, to stay in those patterns. Yeah. Sure,
1: but it's also, I mean, anytime you talk to those friends, it's also uncomfortable because it is this window into confronting your past identity or something. You know, it's like it's it's that same principle where you you're being faced with something mm-hmm. about yourself that you're not fully that you're not sort of fully in anymore. That you're, yeah. you're not keyed into as as much as you were in the past, and that's probably. That's, that's totally, yeah, that's totally real.
2: Yeah, and they wow. become like family in like a weird way. I mean, and then I, I think especially in the case with Search Party, it's like they got locked in by trauma. You know, it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. if it had just been a casual weekend with Chantal, they'd probably have been like, you know what, I don't think we should hang out anymore. Like, I'm, not, I'm actually <laughs> right. not around next Sunday. You know, and they're like, yeah, me neither. I'm, You know, no one responds to the group text. Like, maybe they'll just fade out, but then like someone gets killed and then they're all mm-hmm. just like attached by a, this like extreme trauma of killing somebody so now they're like oh we're really attached to each other and
1: sure i I think it's
2: like the show has always kind of done a good job of exaggerating you know for metaphor's sake but in a way it's like you know it doesn't have to be like you kill somebody but there could be other certain traumatic things even like you break up with somebody and your friend helped you through and then you feel guilt like oh she was always there for me when that Mm -hmm. ended you know and you're like yeah but what about now like So it's not about just like dropping people out, but yeah, realizing like who's actually helping you. Someone told me that like when you hang out with certain people afterwards, if you have more energy versus feeling drained, that's like a way to tell Mm -hmm. if you should be hanging with that person anymore. Mm. (laughs) I like that.
1: Yeah, that's really good.
2: Going
0: through the Rolodex. <laughs> yeah. Energy, energy, none,
1: none. <laughs> this person's a drain. If you'll wow. excuse
0: me, I'm going to be looking off into the middle distance for the rest of the podcast.
1: <laughs> God. Mid- oh, eyeline. There's, a, there's, a, there's an eyeline thing again. Wow. 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 <laughs> um, oh, wait. What did you, you just. Uh, Alia just said something that, like, really. I mean the whole thing was was wonderful. Oh, well this is the thing. Are are these four friends, are, are Dory, Drew, and Portia and um and Elliot, are they sort of bound by this trauma together for the rest of their lives? Is Dory bound is Dory doomed to identify as this to be identified as this murderer, as this as this sort of reprehensible person for the rest of her life? What do we think?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, season four is coming out. Um Ooh. And she has to sit with a lot of shit in that season. The show lives in some realm of reality. I always think that, like, I play Dory so seriously. And then, like, I always forget, I'm like, it's a comedy. Like, (laughs) everyone else is, like, funny. And I'm like, (laughs) like, playing it so serious. But, um, that, you know, in the reality of killing these people, you can never really, I, I think there's obviously, like, forgiveness, but I don't know if there's, um, you always have to sit with that, you know? I don't think yeah. Dory ever will,
1: really. Mm, interesting. Mitra, what do you think?
0: Well, I'm working on my own version of season four. So we'll <laughs> <laughs> see how much <laughs> how much the two line up. Wow, <laughs> looking wow, wow, wow. I've heard about this. Season four <laughs> of La- Lainey's World. Laney's world. Laney on Dory. Hey,
1: you should you should do some spinoff. Some like paywalled content, Laney's World. HBO Max. What a an extra, another paywall. It's just yeah. like an Instagram account.
0: Yeah,
1: it could be an Instagram account. It could be an Insta. That's account. I love that. Hey guys um, in the
0: studio working on some new music.
1: <laughs> Peter's Peter's away. Yeah. I don't know where Peter is, but Peter hasn't called me back in six him.
0: months, but we're good. P- Peter's we're good. on some island? I think it's Fire Island. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's, there's lots of like other people there, but so he's 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 having fun. He said there's <laughs> lots of um, other
0: like-minded musicians.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow, wow. Um, should could it could use more musicians, I think. That's and that, just my, that's, that's,
0: that's Bowen's GoFundMe. <laughs>
1: that's my gofundme. Um okay, this has been a wonderful discussion. Let's close things out by mirroring what we did up top. And let's oh. go around and Let's 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 talk about what, how we identify now that the sort of full arc of this episode is 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 about to close. I identify as someone who I'm I'm going to actually like try to like be more attuned to this idea of like oh which are which are their friends that are uh, a drain which are their friends that are mm. energizing. Um, I, I'm so I identify as someone who um is going to be more conscious about those relationships. Mitra, how do you identify?
0: I identify as. Dory I <laughs> <laughs> weirdly nice oh my
2: god wow. oh my god
1: such beautiful full circle moments
2: We traded spirits
1: truly <laughs> this has been perfect Alia Mitra thank you so much for joining me today to talk about identity in the context of search party mm.
2: thank you Bowen thank, thank you what a, you a
1: great day thank
2: you it was fun what to a treat you guys You too. So
1: fun. Okay, so basically I've learned that we're all on a constant search for purpose and identity, which is always at odds with what other people project onto us, and that anytime I'm a bad person, it's my friend's fault. Great. I want to thank my guests, Alia Shahkat and Mitra Jahari, for guiding me on this quest. It was so fun talking to them both. Until next time, I'm Bowen Yang. Join me on Wednesday for a new episode in which we'll deep dive into the many themes of Search Party with two more special guests. Search Party, the podcast, is a production of HBO Max and iHeartRadio. It's executive produced by Ethan Fixell, produced and written by Jonah Bayer, written and researched by Marissa Brown, and engineered, edited, and mixed by Matt Stillo. If you haven't already subscribed, rated, or reviewed Search Party, the podcast, please do so on the iHeartRadio app, HBO Max, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you might get your podcasts. And don't forget to watch Season 4 of Search Party, premiering January 14th only on HBO Max.